just in case you didn't know. <laughs> you don't got oh no, do you got what do you have head earbuds in? Yeah. I'm oh, a douchebag now. I was like <laughs> those AirPods? Yeah. Oh, you definitely yeah. hit the douchebag status. Yeah, but I didn't pay for them. I don't know. They've been kind of nice not to have headphones on for like 10 hours a day. Uh, no, that's fair. When I don't need it. So it's like nice to just be able to like cut stuff together. And then, you know, when I need to do audio, I'll put the cans on. But, you know, my job is mainly just cutting stuff. So there you go. Hey, you're, you're you seem a little loud. I don't know if it's on my end or. Um, where's my mic? Audience, tell me, am I a little loud? Am I a little loud? Hold on. Let me let me see if it's just the the AirPods or if it's actually me or if it's uh, actually you. Mic check, oh. mic check. One, two, one, two. Am I still loud? Nah, it's just the AirPods. You're good. Okay. What's good? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of AM, Oda's favorite podcast. Um, I know. That's he likes us so much that he uh decided not to put out a chapter. Well, I think jumps on break until next week. <laughs> That's probably true. Um so I was trying to think of we're gonna kind of have to free ball this a little bit. I was trying to think of a lot of different things. I'm like, okay, it's a break week. It's like there's a couple of theories I wanted to get off, but I'm like, nah, they're not there's just we're at a place where it's like it's not fleshed out enough where like whatever I would say would be, I'd be grasping for straws, essentially. Like, yeah, it could be true, but it could very well, as, as Noemi and I've been watching one piece from the beginning. Um, it's funny. Cause she'll ask, she'll ask questions and she's like, well, what about this? What about this? And Does I'm like, this character die? And you're like, no, I was like, well, that already kind of was like, no one really dies in one piece, but um, no, they don't. Where are you like, guys? uh arlong park still we didn't get to watch a whole lot mm, last week since okay. we last recorded so we're like nine episodes into arlong um okay which is i forget and maybe i'm just like alabasta scarred me so hard the recruitment arcs are not nearly as long as i thought they were like on oh, any they're they're all long. they're all very short like I, I said usopp is like He's like seven episodes. Yeah. And that's like from landing on there all the way through. Baradier is like eight episodes. Yeah. Um, like, like obviously Alabasta is the, if you want to call that Robin's recruitment. Um, well, if you call that Alabasta slash Water 7. You're a bit scarred because we've been in Wano for three years. And before that, we were in whole cake for two years and then before that we were in dress rosa for two years well, every, <laughs> two and a every, half sorry excuse me two and a half and two and a half and wano yeah. is probably going to be about three and a half four years do we think wano's ending this year yes wano should end this year wano should absolutely if i end another year with wano on the, with kaido on the roof i've just we oda's done something wrong i feel like the roof's gonna go away soon well <laughs> It's not so much a theory. It's just more of a actual. That's factual. Uh, you think they physically set sail from Wano in 2022? Yes, and they should. 
I think we're at a point where regardless of the outcome, like Kaido doesn't need to die. Big mom doesn't need to die. Like everything has been proven. Like the strength of Luffy, Luffy, Zoro and Sanji's strength is at a point where regardless if they really win the fight, which technically Zoro and Sanji have already won theirs. Um, mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're legitimately for the first time, like in the entirety of the story, there's not a crew that they should be scared of. Like they have officially, no. they are past the oh shit, we're gonna run into no, it is oh shit, we're gonna run into <coughs> the straw hats. And yeah. so obviously, like I said, as you're rewatching um from the beginning, and it's and Luffy doesn't get scared for anybody, but to just the reactions of like, oh shit, it's Don Cree, or oh shit, it's curl, then to, oh shit, it's Don Creek, to oh shit, it's Arlong, to oh shit, it's uh Mihawk's justifiable. Um well, Arlong to me was the longest in East Blue. Like Arlong was kind of like, and he is. He's the climax of East. And he's Blue. only, I think he's twenty four episodes in total. Yeah, I think somewhere I could be, I could be wrong. I was reading, I was reading episodes lists or episode counts from earlier. Because mm-hmm. really, it is once you hit Alabasta, that's when every arc turns into this very. I don't want to say long, but because it works, but they definitely, they adapt that structure of Alabasta going forward. Like every arc besides maybe Fishman Island and Sabody because, well, Kizuru kicks him out of there, um, is a very yeah. long style arc. Like you go to a new island, you meet everybody, you get introduced to new characters, um, you get the new plot, and they all turn into that, the system that Oda has essentially perfected. Um, but early One Piece is definitely not like that. Um but I was trying to think today because she was asking me, was like, what? Because basically it turned into, she was asking me, like, what the fuck do you guys know? And I'm like, I think there's only about like three or four undisputed things in one piece we just don't question. Um, okay. And they're not well, even what, like, what are they? They're not Tell even me. like the normal things of like, because we don't even have really like undisputed Roger things. We just, and I'm excluding like actual facts, right? Like, I'm not saying like, oh, we like, we know who beat Zebek, right? Like Roger and Gart got okay. together and they fought Zebek. I'm not. I'm not talking about things that were just flat out told to us. But in like the vast world of One Piece, things that as a fan you can read and go, okay, I feel confident saying this. Um, the okay. let me hear. Let me hear. Let me hear yours. The okay. first one comes from my favorite, my personal favorite One Piece arc. Um, is we don't question that in between. From Roger passing until he passed, we don't question where Whitebeard sat. Whitebeard was the strongest man on the planet, and that's pretty undisputed. Like, we don't even go back really and redact it and go, oh, well, maybe even as an old man, as a 72-year-old dying, like, scarred the fuck up guy, like, he was still probably, he was still stronger, not probably, he was still stronger than Kaido, Big Mom, Chase. Yeah. Um, that they don't dispute. They established that with him saying, with them saying that, like, oh, like he's standing in front of the throne, but he refuses to take the throne. Mm-hmm. I think well, that's the line in uh, the war during the war. Yeah. Well, we had Kaido, who we were told that's the strongest thing in the world. Now, to some right degree, now, that's the caveat right of post Whitebeard. Yeah. Yes, post Whitebeard. Yeah, he is the strongest in the world. But the way Luffy's fighting him, like, we never saw. And this isn't a detriment to the character. This is more like elevating where Whitebeard was. Whitebeard fought at the end of his life, the entire Marines. Yeah. Kaido, now, 
Luffy is strong as fuck. Not taking nothing away from Luffy. Yeah. But Kaido, we are seeing starting to get lower and lower or find more of an equal footing with just Luffy and some attacks in there from others. But primarily the fight is majority Luffy versus him. Yeah, I think he's taken a large amount of damage too. But like, we're not talking about a fresh Kaido versus a fresh Luffy. Like, Correct. They've both taken damage on their own sides, but mm. I would contest and say there has been quite a bit of damage done to Kaido. No, absolutely. Uh, in the buildup to Luffy going, getting to the roof. Um, whether it's just energy expending, like Luffy, we we don't agree that Sanji's stronger than Luffy. No, Sanji's not stronger than Luffy. No, but no. he does quite a bit of damage to Luffy in Whole Cake. Correct. And this is after Luffy beat the shit out of Cracker. And then Big Mom's forces show up and Luffy does a good amount of damage to him, but we don't assume that like they're stronger than him <laughs> just because they took him out. No, no, no. Like there was build up to it. So just like how we probably don't assume that uh Prime Whitebeard versus a Kainu in the war. I don't think oh. Prime Whitebeard's getting a whole punch through him. No, Prime Whitebeard is destroying everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's like not even they don't even they don't even let certain people in that fight if Whitebeard's in his prime. Yeah. Um so no, there's this it's sorry, that was kind of a tangent, but no, you're no, you're it, fine. It, it's the idea of like, oh, like bringing I, I just had the thought of like, oh, Luffy is kind of taking on the role of I don't want to say he's kind of like Blackbeard where he's coming in and swooping in. He's definitely playing in a Kainu role. I was going to say, like, he's, he's far more part of the fight than Blackbird was. Blackbird exactly, is there yeah. for the last 5 to 10% of the fight, considering how you want to take that. Yeah, like, he he takes on more of an Akainu role of, hey, he this fool's been pretty weakened and just got stabbed to the chest. Uh, <laughs> take him. He is pissed. I, that scene will never not be, like, the Akainu fucked up scene is, like, in the... that That's right up there with Waktar Long Park. That is one of those moments, like... Oh, I'm so excited. That's I've realized I am several months away, but when I get back to the war, I am so fucking excited. Um, so yes, that's one of the few things I think that we can for sure say, like without a doubt, this is how the world works. Um, let's go to another one. Um, and this one's fucked up because it, it comes with its own veil, um, and that is. Robin is by far and away the most important person on the crew. I think that is one of the outright... In the grand scheme of everything? Correct. She's, she is the yes. most important person on the crew. Yeah. Barn, like, fuck, fuck King of the Pirates, fuck Best Swordsman, fuck All Blue, fuck the map of the world. Like, that woman is the most important person on the crew. And it sucks, because even though I say that with, like, that's a fact, the reason that's a fact is still unknown as hell so mm -hmm. this is yeah i because i would say the two most important characters on that crew are robin and frankie because they have access to like robin can obviously read a dead language 
and uh frankie oh. most likely uh, he's the only one that has the knows the plans to plutone right is it plutone yeah well he for sure knows i don't know if we have fact and i only say we don't know for sure because vegapunk is i don't know what vegapunk is and so we know for a fact frankie knows it but i don't know if we have like exclusivity rights to that like if he's the only one that does um he's the only like normal person that does because like i said i think it would be just him maybe vegapunk and then the list gets really small so yeah i so on your list of so far it is robin's most important whitebird was the strongest okay and those are what's your third i don't know if i have a third (laughs) there's like i I, like i like i said this was just lots in my head kind of throughout the days um and like i said as we've been watching it and like trying to answer questions because there's just not a lot of definitives that can be taken from this world because we still don't technically know the highest end of the world Mm -hmm. um i was gonna say I can confidently say that I understand hockey. I can confidently say that. Um, Especially after our talk last week where we talked about Kings and like how that seems to play into that. And that's more of a theory, like being a king of something playing into mm-hmm. the whole who gets conquerors hockey or who develops their conquerors hockey, I think is a more important thing because ACE is shown to have conquerors really young, but clearly doesn't do anything with it later on. Um, Yeah. I can confidently say I understand hockey. Oh, puppy. I think what I say, I confidently understand hockey. I, man, that's tough. Cause I, I, sorry. No, you're fine. By the, by the end of Wano, I feel like I will confidently know. I, I think all of the one piece, all one piece readers will confidently understand how, how conquerors hockey works. I was gonna I can, s- I'm gonna I can say that confidently. I I'm pretty sure by the end of Wano we will know, because the way they've set up. I mean, the way they set up the whole cake to kind of like expand on observation hockey, and then they the first half of Wano is kind of expanding on Armin and hardening, uh, and now the fight with Kaido is, you know kind of expanding on conquerors hockey that's what i say i think i want like that one more little piece to kind of tie it together now to our talk from last week is like zoro still wants to conquer something like he wants to be the best swordsman in the world and that's never left him which is like Mm -hmm. that desire that thing to kind of keep keep him with that um similar to the majority of other conquerors want like this grand thing I think the only thing that would fuck me up with Conqueror's Hockey at this point is I really just need to know what Shanks is trying to do. 
because Shanks doesn't give off Dominique. Shanks gives off just like he does. And I've, and I've said before, like he just doesn't want someone who he deems like a piece of shit to be where Roger was. Like it's kind I mean, of just that more was of a, the same with that was the same with Whitebeard too, though. You know, but Whitebeard. Like, I, I don't think I don't think one person needs to have it. I think it's the desire to like become a quote unquote king, and so in some regard, and so like again, we don't know Shanks' motivations, and I don't want to dive too. far far down the theory because i no, yeah, or the theory hole because i kind of want to hear what your third is um but i do like the idea that shanks is like there is a part of me that goes oh man what if shanks was a bad guy and his motivation is like controlling the world or something you know i think there's a part of me like the i don't want to say the shitty writer inside of me w- wants to see that but the guy who got whiplash from Itachi being a good guy would absolutely love that's, to see. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's something else I did this uh, this weekend, and I'll, uh, we did a. Uh, I'll I'll explain it after we're done with the One Piece part, and then Matt will look at me like, "What the fuck's wrong with me?" Um, <laughs> so I did. I uh, watched I watched a ten hour video. Um, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Before we get into that, so. You haven't um, seen Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I so anyway. What's your third? Tell me your third. Um, You're gonna make me mad. My third is, and like I said, and these are <laughs> we'll, not we'll jump like, back to ten hour video in just a sec. <laughs> these are not like groundbreaking things, by the way. The things I'm saying, like for anybody listening, this is not like I have cracked the code. These are literally just a few things that I'm like confident to say if I had to explain it to somebody new watching One Piece. Because the grand line is divided by the red line as uh that divide the world into four quadrants north east south and west (laughs) i can confidently say that that is how the map and or that is how the planet of one piece is set up how can you confidently draw me a map that is a world that is 99 percent water and one percent actual earth even though they have several islands no because i'm not nami oh uh, you're right I can that, confidently say that the planet of One Piece is not Earth, but much is, bigger, much bigger than Earth. That is a fact. That is and is in fact 90% water. Oh. And probably 80. I give it 80% water. Dog, that bitch might be 95% water. There's so much water, and but there's still so many islands. Either the One Piece it's Earth the is planet, literally the five times huge. the size of regular Earth. It's like Pokemon planet large. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that because the because that's an ever expanding world. I was like, I used to think like each of the regions were like continents. And then as I get to like Gen 7 and 8, and I'm like, this is a lot of fucking continents, guys. <laughs> where are we? Where are we putting all of this? Where's nah, Arceus? No, nah, uh, 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 Gen, the Galar region is close to the Kalos region because that's France and England. So technically, they're only really divided by an ocean. They big as shit, though, dog. They are. They are. I literally, mean, so is America. They and are America is tiny on the map. I get, but they are like continent size. My the favorite feel. Th- my favorite theory is that uh, 
Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, and Sinnoh are all regions part of the same landmass. And that is why uh, they all kind of evolve within each other. And then you get Unova, which is its own thing. And that's why nothing really evolves into Unova. And then Kalos, or Unova, Kalos, uh, Alola, and I mean, Galar. Realistically, none of the original four gens tie into any of that except for regional variants which get their own special evolutions as you go through which well, is whatever Alola is just a flat out like Hawaiian Island experience it's awesome so it's like that, that one means I Alola, Alola is America and I'm fucking stoked it's Hawaii but you know, you know yeah. hey cultural appropriation is only great when it's in a Pokemon game Justin, I mean, didn't you. Like, Justin, yeah, Justin I mean, didn't like that. I mean, Justin didn't you, like that one. You, okay, it's fine. Anyway. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Justin um, didn't like that. The we'll third cut thing, it, cut the it. Third thing that the third thing <laughs> that I can say confidently um, is Garp is the greatest Marine ever, and I think that shows through his own class, and I think that shows through the next generation is that no a, and it's not even a matter of, and I like Garp a lot, but you don't even really have to like the character Garp, just his accolades alone to be that people high, high up know he helped beat Zevik. And then the world knows him as beating Roger, regardless of that being his friendship or not. Um, Mm -hmm. Where he stands, like, he is dead ass the, like when Garp's first introduced and they're like, oh, he's a Marine hero. He's not like, it's not exclusive. It's not, oh, he's, it doesn't feel like, Oh, he's just the hero. It's like, no, there's several heroes. Like anytime like Marines have had to go to war or battle, like there's heroes that come from that. No, Garp is the hero of the Marines. And it's like everybody else yeah. gets the fuck out of his way. Like Sengoku's not with him. None of the current admirals or uh, kind who's now a fleet admiral are with him. Um, Colby, even though we have like grand scheme plans for him, um, I don't think Colby can touch him as far as like just his pure accomplishments. Like, mm-hmm. I say that confidently. Gar- yeah, I agree. I can agree with that. Um, would you say that the only two mysteries left in One Piece are where Devil Fruit comes from and the Void Century? I mean, are we exclu- are, are we accepting that those are... Probably with- they're probably the same. It's probably probably the same mystery. Why well, well, I was I was going to say like, that at this point, one thousand and thirty six chapters into One Piece, have we solved any mysteries? <laughs> no, because we still don't know D. hundred percent. We still oh, yeah. don't know. We still don't know Devil Fruit's origins. We still we not only just not only know Devil Fruit's origins. We don't really even know. Um, we we don't know anything really about how they respawn still outside of we just know they do respawn. We don't know right. anything about Devil Fruits. I, I can confidently say after yeah. a thousand <laughs> and thirty six chapters, I don't know shit about Devil Fruits except that you uh, can't swim. Yeah. Like uh, the, the Void Century. And they, they probably respawn. Well, we know for a fact they respond because we yeah, know. we know we know the, the only thing the only thing we learned 
in 1036 chapters, despite besides what we learned in chapter one, is that they respawn at death. Yes. Death, at death of the whole, but not <laughs> when even somebody confirms. when somebody dies, they respawn. But not even immediately. Because <laughs> white knows? beard. Yeah, dies, we don't know that we don't know then the cooldown. Shit on. stolen, and it's like homie, we don't what know we? what we don't know what that cooldown is. Uh, we don't know how they respawn, but we know that they respawn because uh, Bon Clay and that Bartolomeo and oh. Ace have all had respawned fruits. Yes, <laughs> I can confidently say. Yes, they, <laughs> they respawn in some capacity. The um, yeah, no, that's a. I have, homie. We don't even know why Shanks was in East Blue. We don't almost. We don't know anything about Shanks. We don't know anything know, about know, Shanks. Shanks is his own. Shanks mystery. is an emperor. That that is the only we confident. Shanks has one arm. Even I after getting, even after getting Odin's story of Roger, I still don't know shit about roger we don't know the old guard i we don't still know don't really know whitebeard besides the fact he was strong as hell and he was he wanted a family we i feel like we're gonna get more this is why i don't think wano's ending this year because i feel like there's quite a bit more there's like probably about like maybe i don't even know how much more of this fight between kaido and luffy onigashima is still in the sky and and I think we're going to get some form of Kaido backstory. And I don't think we're wrapping this up in 36 chapters. <laughs> I just don't think so. I think we get the Kaido backstory. I do think the Kaido backstory will be technically separated from Wano. I don't think so. Because I think, I think it'll be part of Wano because I don't think... Like, I like the idea of as part of Kaido recognizing Luffy Mm -hmm. and going, oh, maybe you're because I think like he'll go, oh, you're Joy Boy. Let me tell you a story or something, you know. Um, Okay, I I don't disagree. I think I do you consider Garp's introduction to be the end of Water 7 or do you kind of consider it something? Oh, it's part of Water 7. Okay. When they sail away, that is the end of Water 7. Okay. Just like how um, I would... You have your East Blue Saga. I would still put Rogue Town in there. And I don't think um... I don't think East Blue ends with Arlong. I think it ends with them leaving uh, or escaping Smoker. That's, that's, how, that's how I see that. I'll see. I would... And I'm not saying you're wrong. I think I differentiate is it's kind of like the that is like one of the intermissions in One Piece, which mm-hmm. One Piece has to have just because of the length of it. Um, similar to because you get a bunch of like transitional things. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I count the leaving of the island or like those little floating chapters we get in but like yeah, it's like a chapter two in between islands. I consider those like their own little intermission breaks. Um I usually do too. Um I just feel Luffy's at the center of this. Mm-hmm. And so like it's Luffy kind of like, you know, in this quote unquote intermission arc, Zoro gets a sword 
that he t- carries all the way to Wano. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet Smoker. Uh, and we get introduced to Dragon. Now, I would say that Reverie is an intermission. I would agree. I would say that Ace versus Blackbeard is an intermission. I would agree. I would say that every time we cut to what's happening around the world, like probably, probably, I think it's after Arlong when they're going to Rogue Town, where mm-hmm. they go, uh, hey, this is the impact of Luffy getting a bounty. <laughs> No, absolutely. I, like that's kind of an intermission chapter, but it's still within East Blue as like saga. That, that's that's I guess my thing is like when they give you because Oda always gives us like those recaps of how the world's affected. I don't mm-hmm. really even if the crew is in a place, right? Like the end of Fishman Island is Jinbei is essentially filling in Luffy, like, hey, this is what the world looks like now. Yeah, I don't consider like that information or that deep dive like i don't attach that to fishman island saga i just or the fishman island arc i just go that's just our normal update at the end of every arc we get an update and regardless of the most cruise at i don't view it i don't put it together Um, i would i i put i put that together i i think if it's like so the first i don't think comparing what happens to arlong park to I think because if I remember right chronologically, uh, Luffy and crew sail away from Water Seven, and then mm-hmm. we cut to what Ace is doing. That is its own. That is not part of Water Seven. That is its own interlude thing. Mm-hmm. Reverie is its own arc. I mean, it's ten chapters or whatever. I was you say, know. It's, yeah. it's an interlude between whole cake and wano um so i don't i don't attach that to either of those arcs i attach that's its own thing in my world i would agree that's like i said it's 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 a matter of um just the way you're looking at it because i don't think i I don't think wano ends this year (laughs) is what I, i think they might sail away at the end of 2022 but i think that if it they do it's the last chapter of the year <laughs> it's 36 chapters do you think we get um man um in my in my world i don't think wano ends in 2022 how many chapters did we get last year 36 36 so we can track that yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can track that they were there were 36 chapters i see i just it all depends i wish there was more navy people here to get kind of more of an idea on like where they're actually standing right now because that would kind of let you know i don't consider cypher pull moves its own way i don't think there's too much to take from them but like if an admiral was here like the way they are pressing the situation would matter greatly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think it's what helps address Rosa is like Fujitora, everything he does kind of lets you dictate or lets you get a feel as a reader, like, oh, 
this is the kind of speed we're going at because this is the way the government has to react or an admiral has to react like shits they can only let shit pop off so hard um not the Fujitori did a great job of that he literally let Doflamingo fucking wreck the whole thing but you know yeah technically they're like so like if Green Bull is here and let's say Green Bull is more well he's part of the military draft but if, if he was a little more loyal quote-unquote to the navy than Fujitori was right mm-hmm. And he was just like, I'm going to take full advantage opportunity. I'm going to go attack Kaido now while he's weak. That would at least let me know, or because I don't think they're just going to ragdoll an admiral. It's like, okay, we're get we're probably getting closer to the end. Whereas Luffy's fighting fucking Kaido, and I'm like, this could literally go on for 40 chapters. Like, they don't look like they're giving at all, and they've actually been fighting for what? When did Luffy get up there? Last year. Right, thanks. Chapter what? 10, 12? Or I think it was yeah. chapter 1,000. So 1,000, that's when their fight started? So Luffy's been fighting sure. Kaido Luffy, for a year. Say, yeah. And so I don't get any real... Like, I can't judge what's going on based on Luffy fighting someone. Whether there's an admiral there or someone high up from the Navy there that's on Cypher Pool, um, I'd have a lot more clarity on that situation. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I would love... I there's just so many moving parts that are still a thing. And I feel like if we had started this year with Onigashima not in the sky, I could confidently say that Wano was ending this year. It's still flying around. Uh, and because of that, I would like, if this arc ends, it's in December. You know what I mean? Like, I absolutely could. Do you think we get a um we just talked about the recaps? Do you think we get a breakaway? Like we actually get a recap before their fight even finishes? Because theoretically, the if world doesn't did... know this is going on. Um, I think if there is, it'll be kind of like because I think there's gonna there's I think there is gonna be a cleanup in Wano at some point in this arc mm-hmm. um and because of that i think that's a perfect opportunity to throw an interlude in um because they were really good about throwing interludes in between the acts because it's set up kind of like a well it's set up like a play you know mm-hmm. and we're in act three i think so i wouldn't be yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they did like an act four or something an interlude and then act four, which is just kind of like a cleanup, <laughs> finish, finish this shit, you know? Yeah, I could see that. The um... uh, or going, <laughs> I like the idea. I just like the idea of Kaido telling his story. And I don't know if he would tell it to Luffy per se, but I think it would be interesting if he told it to. I mean, if Garp rolled up and arrested Kaido and he uh, and Kaido starts telling him about like, oh, your grandson's going to do insane things. And like, that's when we get like a Kaido backstory. That would be Um, cool as fuck. Right. Like that would be pretty rad because I was thinking about it and I'm like, Luffy doesn't tend to listen to people's stories. Um, That's a fact. 
Luffy doesn't know half the backstories. Luffy just yeah, is... exactly. Uh, he just doesn't care. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how it would play out, but I, I do think Kaido tells a story, and I think that takes up like, I think that would be a really fun like ten chapters or however many chapters. It would. It, so that just that kind of got me hyped. Because Garp, Garp being there is almost perfect because you get even a parallel with we ended the water last seven. Arc. Yeah. <clears throat> when I just water seven. Oh. Sen Goku was there at the end of fucking Dress Rosa. Yeah. And like he kind of took in some of the information. People were kind of talking to him and he was assessing it, which they just the way other people look at things and describe things is just better than Luffy. Luffy does not describe things the best. Um, it's very much, I'm either punching you or I'm not, you're my friend or you're not, and I want food or not, which is never. So <laughs> Luffy's depictions of things and the way he describes stuff, uh, you need other characters to do it. And Garp coming in and kind of like, even Garp's acknowledgement of Kaido, of like, yeah, I used to beat the shit out of you. I remember you were however fucking big. Kaido was probably always bigger than Garp. But he's like, yeah. And then to see, because then... Him talking to Garp, we have access to Zebek, we have access to Roger. We are like, and we've we've already talked about all of those storylines and backstories to some degree. They have to overlap because a, I don't think we just have the time, nor I think it's the right decision to do each one by one because we've got yeah. little pieces here, little pieces there. Like, let's just get the one story that like puts them all together, puts them all in this place. Like, what were they all doing? And then throw Shiki's name in just for shits and giggles. Yeah, because I, I just think it would be really cool because there is a lot hinted at like, oh, Kaido was in jail for a bit. And at some point he busted out of jail, took King with him. And not just in jail, like they were in a lab, they were all getting experimented on. And so I think it would be interesting if like we got that um, somewhere along the way. Uh, uh, Yamato was born. So learning her story would be, and I'm only saying her because I think they said in a book that she, it, it, she's a female, but whatever it is. Do, what you, it think, is. Do you think Kaido found, do you think um, just random question? And like I said, not trying to hardcore theory dive. Do you think Kaido was like the first pacifist to attempt and they just realized they couldn't do it with them. So that's why Kuma ended up becoming the model. No, I think it has something to do with him being Oni, a demon, in a sense. I think that mm -hmm. has to play into it. Because they, yeah, again, like, it's one of the races Big Mom doesn't have. And so there's something with Onis that are, like, important to... Again, we I know even, the three I, right now, right? Like, I'm not just time tripping. No, we, we we know the three. It's Oni, Lunarian, and she giants. doesn't have a real giant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, that is that is the. Yeah. And two I, can con I can confidently crew. say that. Yeah. Two on Kaido's crew and Jack may or may not be a giant. Jack is Jack. a fish. I think Jack's a fish, a fish man. man. He's a fish man. That's why he's a, able to <clears throat> be a giant fish man. No, no probably. Right. I mean, you could be a giant anything, but oh, I'm watching Arlong. Technic yeah, technically, like... Dress Rosa, or uh, technically, Doflamingo is like nine feet tall. So, 
you know, he's just a tall, he's a tall human. Big humans. Yes. Excuse their, me. Their, their classification. Yeah, and I'm listening to Arlong in real time. And like Arlong, as far as Arlong's concerned, Fishman can turn fucking water to wine. It was it was funny because I, I explained them as um I was like, yeah, fishmen are the black people of the story. Like they were just they were slaves and then broke out of slavery, and then the government was like, fuck that shit. We don't approve of this. Um, which is a really weird set because it's true, but it's a really weird setup because then when Arlong immediately starts it off by going, humans ain't shit, you're all worthless, you're under us on the species. And I'm like, Well, good job, Arlong. You proved my point. <laughs> well, <laughs> You know, I think that's kind of the magic of the whole Fishman arc in general, right? Mm-hmm. Or just the Fishman storyline in One Piece, because it's like they're introduced as these like pretty bad monster or just monsters, you know, they're just monsters. And then you get to Sabodi, and then you then your everything kind of shifts. I would say that's where it starts to shift. Yeah, you get to see the actual, like what the how the world actually treats them. Yeah, you you because every race and not just in One Piece technically, but we'll stay in One Piece so it doesn't get too serious. Is there is obvious like targeting by the world government, but there was also outliers who are strong enough to defy the targeting. Arlong was mm. strong enough to defy the targeting. Uh, Fisher Tiger was strong enough to defy the targeting. Jinbei, etc. So then when you get to see it like through Hachi's, when you get to see it through Hachi and it's, it's Hachi has done so well. Cause he's like, he's this character who's relevant, but you also know he's not that serious and, or that scary. Like he's this kind of jokey fighter. Like he's like, I'll fight you. Zoro. I'm going to just pull out eight swords instead of three. Ah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what the fuck is this? And then to bring him back to give you a little bit of that attachment. It's like, oh yeah, I know this guy. And then to see what his friends are going through and it's like they put it in the little girl and it's like, okay, everyone you got to have a soft spot for a little girl. And then they give you a fucking, um, uh, what's my man's name? Um, the Rastafarian Patrick Sar. Um, oh, yeah. He's not, a, he's not a starfish, though. What the fuck oh, wait. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah I know who you're talking about. It's, um, yeah. I can't, t- I don't know his name. Off there's the top a, there's my head. thousands of characters in this show, That's, dude. I don't know. So we get Rastafarian Patrick Starr. And it's like but when you get to see like the real like racial... oh there we go <laughs> and you can see like the racial part of, like they literally just Oda just goes I could introduce this subtly or I could literally just buy and sell them no I will not be <laughs> subtle about this at all uh, and, and so right um, down to the uh, what's 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 the uh, Abraham Lincoln lookalike that's the American representation. Yeah. Uh, I forget. Hamburg. I think it's yeah. his Hamburg or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but that, that's what makes it, it's kind of frustrating to, it's to, to uh, put all this one piece stuff into a show that I have a full circle on a real topic here. It's what makes one piece great and frustrating at the same time is there's really cool things that happen in the beginning of one piece but they're all not nearly as cool as they're on the grand scheme of things. Once you know so much more. So there's like moments rewatching or even rereading, like you can get hyped for, cause it's like, fuck this sets up this, and this is going to lead to here. But in real time, you don't know that. And so to watch her kind of watch it for the first time. And it's like, yes, there's parts I'd like understandably are not the most exciting. It's like, Hey, what the fuck are we doing? 
Um, I was very critical of early One Piece. But when you have everything in the grand scheme of things, like, it's it's insane. Matt's got something he's ready to say. Let it rip. Oh, uh, his name is Hamburger. How could I forget? Oh, so it's Hamburger? Hamburger, king of the Bollywood kingdom. Makes sense. Who could ever forget Hamburger? Also, he has uh, stars on his hat. <laughs> on his blue hat. His He has red stars on his blue hat. Um, oh, my yeah. God. Shout out. I'm trying to find the Mexican one because he he was funny. <laughs> he he was he wasn't as I don't think he was as funny as Hamburger, but they, I'm uh, sorry. I don't mean to no. derail what you were talking no. about, but no, you're fine. Um that that's about all I got for one piece this week. Like I said, there was no chapter that I didn't want to theory dive. So I was just it's this was literally my thought process that I just was over the last couple of days. I'm like, what the fuck do I talk? <laughs> Wait, what's his name? <laughs> I was fucking wrong, dude. I thought hamburger was a good fucking. You know what this fucker's name is? Shoot. Shoot. Uh, his name is King Tacos. <laughs> See, only now imagine somebody else trying to like write that and be like, yo, I got the Mexican king. What's his nigga name? Tacos. Well, his name's Tacos. He he wears a sombrero with a cactus on it. Mike. <laughs> Man, look. Man, look. Look. Man, look. I'm just <laughs> let let somebody else write King Tacos and see see. Man, cancel culture, y'all slacking. Hold on. What in the fuck? This is my favorite character. This man should be king of the guys. Fuck tacos. Fucking tacos. That's fucking funny. All right. You said we're done with One Piece? We're done with One Piece for the we week. We need to cause... talk. I we I meant to bring it up last week. And Go for we it. didn't really bring it up last week. Bleach is coming back this year. There's a lot of shit coming back. This Dragon Ball Super comes back this year. Bleach comes back Is it back really? This... Oh, wow. Uh, Attack on Titan just debuted yesterday. Well, season debuted yesterday. Um, uh, season four, part two, on Crunchyroll. Yeah. The um, like, don't don't tell me what happens because I'll I'll fucking cry. I I went so long without getting anything. Yeah, no, you're fine. I actually get to watch the episode last night. We're watching it tonight. Um, okay. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know what happened. You so already like, know what, what happened. Yeah. Right? So it's not gonna be like can a spoiler. I, can I go for I don't it? I want to spoil anything. I'm gonna watch it, it anyway. What the fuck? I'm watching just to see what the shit looks like. Anime, bro. You know how they fucking open this season? How'd they open it? Uh, or I mean, I guess open this episode because on Crunchyroll it's the it's the same season. Um, oh, yeah, dude, you got Hanji holding a blown up Levi. <laughs> yeah, I was... he, he he don't look good. <laughs> he look he look fucked up. <laughs> looks not good and she's like my prediction was wrong that levi totally evaded the bomb without anything happening no i yeah (laughs) i remember seeing it and i was like oh he's probably fine and then they just cut to oh yeah he was uh now is he dead no he's not fucking dead 
But is it really funny that I got to see Levi? <laughs> I got this. I got to see. I, I, I got to see Levi really fucked up. Like, uh, like it was. It was. <laughs> Like is um, shout shout out to Levi. Um, Shout out to Levi. You're gonna be fine because everybody likes you, but you definitely got fucked up. Yeah. No, that was a um. I like that. That's how they triple their overpowered character, though. That's a good way. Explode him. Yeah. (laughs) We blow his ass up, and then everyone's like, "All right, time to do the rumbling." And I'm like, "That's a good way to just cripple that one." Let's get let's get some Mikasa some love. <laughs> no, that's um, uh, y- yeah. Really, we really guy sensayed uh, Levi. <laughs> so, so this was interesting. And so, where does the episode end? Just so I have like context here, real quick. Uh, let's see, the episode ends. Let's see, Marley's invading and is killing a shit ton of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I it sucks because I watched Demon Slayer right after it, and mm-hmm. Demon Slayer was definitely a more, I would say it's this more standard anime, but also like also ended on a really insane note. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so it ended with Aaron is fighting the armored titan and the clawed titan or the jaw okay. titan okay cool. um and so he's in the middle of that fight and everyone's like you need to get the fuck out of there oh yeah he gets like impaled at one point too by like, based by uh peak like peak okay. shoot peak shoots him and snipes his head and everyone's like oh shit they're going to get the the thing Oh yeah, the uh, um, the founder. Yeah, nah. I just need this fool to sprout wings and fly because Aaron needs to be able to just fly. That's my theory. The... My my theory is Aaron is about to fucking go pull the I'm hiding underground shit and then pop up and fly and then start fucking up everybody. <laughs> the um. So, so I thought this is interesting. So when I was reading this part is it's a little harder in terms of like context because it's not in a, like, it's not a season debut or a, a season yeah. two. It's season a, it's two. a continuation. Yeah. But I thought it was really interesting when you first see Levi like blowing up and um, Aaron's fighting and you're like, you know, the way this show started the only character I have left, like they almost removed all of the big guys and kind of put you in this moment of like, well, who's, who's going to step up because the main character is like on the vigilante side. They just blew Levi up. Mikasa is really kind of like in an emotional wreck state still in terms of how she feels about Aaron versus what she's willing to do. Um, Yeah. Cause they go into that and she's like, uh i'm an ackerman and i think he's right and armin's like he's not right you're still you and she's like but i can't explain certain these certain things Mm -hmm. 
the and there's nothing he's like armin it's like armin has this crazy power but he is so limited in where he can actually fight um <laughs> he should just just use it fuck the, it. i've i've been chaotic armin since literally chaotic armin that's <laughs> how that's how ervin would have done it ervin would have been chaotic as fuck he'd be like it's for the it's for the survey corps <laughs> nukes the fucking wait i would recreate episode one so many times if i was armin <laughs> like it, so... actually he probably would have nuked the entire like he probably would have walked into the middle of the uh if Ervin had gotten the power, not Armin, he probably would have walked into the middle of the uh, where Aaron was, and then just nukes. Oh, he would have got. Er- he would have just. He would have just nuked Marley, and, as opposed to just their navy. Yeah, he would have told Levi, "Yo, throw me as well." Levi's blown up at the moment. He would have told whoever the fuck was close to him, like, "Yo, doc, just throw me at the blimp. That's all you gotta do. Just fucking throw me at that bitch." God, that'd be fucking awesome. I, I would like I am... if if Aaron could stop being a prick for two seconds and then chaotic Armin was a thing. Uh, no, I would I I was rooting for it literally. And and I'm obviously I mine is um my ending to attack on Titan doesn't work because there's Armin exploding about four or five times and then everybody's dead but him. Yeah, exactly. He's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna <laughs> recharge real quick. <laughs> And you better be gone or I'm going to drop another one. Yeah. But uh, to, to the credit of like the writing in the show is it was so like, it was cool. Man. I don't think I've ever seen it done on this level where mm. it is really like, all right, well, who is like. And now I've already had my beef with Attack on Titan Twitter, so I'm not going over like who's actually the good guy, who's the bad guy with Aaron anymore. But the. Who is going to fight? Because who's left to fight? Are yeah. like everybody's either dead, psychotic, or out of commission. And Aaron is a wild card. It's such a fucking in like I it's such it's such a good place that they've put themselves. A thousand percent. Like it's such a good place where they where it is. Mm-hmm. Like you just kind of sit there and you look at the chessboard and you're like, there's nobody on the chessboard. <laughs> Not correct. This is this like, is... Hey, like it's taking three Titans to hold Aaron at bay. Mm-hmm. And I just think he's biding his time. Aaron is really strong at this point. Like, I'm like, I'm like, uh, we, we really, we got to see a hint at what the Warhammer looks like when he when the attack titan uses the warhammer mm-hmm. and i'm like bro aaron it's it's the tip of the iceberg because aaron just beat the shit out of like very quickly like punches through uh oh what's his face the armored titan's face like yeah. very quickly and that's that's the thing too is like reiner it's it, it's interesting um because I, I, when I was going through this, I was like, and this was a, this is a theory still. Yeah. It's like, because like Reiner's introduction, he busts through the fucking wall, no issues. Right. And you're thinking yeah. like, fuck, like the armor Titans got to be like crazy. Like how, like, how do you ever get through that? And then they start, like, they're like during season two, like, I will right, we'll shoot at its joints or where we don't see as much armor, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's really just looks like it's always based on him. And he's such a, 
I mean, he was literally yeah. suicidal at the beginning of this season. So it's like, and that explains why, like, he didn't have a lot of the armor when its head isn't in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just he's not very, as... he, he's not as strong, which I think is really, really good when you're making a. I think Reiner's very complex, and yes. when you're like making a, when you're making an interesting character, that's pretty realistic or attempt at realism giving him you know an achilles heel which is his mental health is i can i don't know if i call that mental health he's just actually traumatized he's he's traumatized that's a traumatized traumatization is a form of mental health you fucked with someone's mental health you traumatized them okay that's i I always i'm not his his mental state i'm not a therapist either i make movies for a living I always uh, assumed <laughs> mental health was kind of more like just your like own brain's level of how do you deal with stuff like normal stuff yeah. per se. Not like if I come in and shoot like shoot your family in front of you and I just you would you be alive. traumatized, which Correct. means your mental health isn't okay. Like your Fair. mental health is probably a little little scarred, a little warped, yeah. a little you know just everybody's just dead in front of me. And that's yeah. basically what Reiner got. Is Reiner just saw, um. And that was the big thing of, yeah, that's season four. The beginning of season four is like seeing what it looks like from the other side and seeing everybody die. And um, I forget homegirl's name, the little girl. Um, oh, what the fuck's her name? The little girl that shoots Sasha. Abby. Ab- yeah. Is like, Fucking she is. Bitch. Yeah. I, I I love I think that's like the funniest thing is it's like this little girl who is also clearly traumatized and was just raised to be a war weapon and no one has any kind of sympathy for her in the fandom just because she shot Sasha yeah. like there is no fucking sympathy for this little girl you killed potato girl dude how what did you want you could have killed anyone else and it would have been not as bad but you killed our potato girl yeah, so they're like at this girl you want some mental health Gabby has as much reason as anyone to be traumatized for life. Well, yeah, she's what 15 and she's like been to war. <laughs> Is she even 15? I don't even think she's 15. I, I was like, I thought she was like 11 or 12. I don't want, I'm not Googling shit. So I, I, have, I will find, I'll Google. Just you'll have to age. look that up. I don't um, want my algorithm to think I like this show. That's, that's fair. That would be hilarious. Matt's the first person using Cognito tab not for porn, but for Attack on Titan. So that way his algorithm's not affected in the rest of it. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm just, I'm not even like incognito fucking, fuck it, dude. I'm not going to do shit. Next 16 weeks, we're not talking about Attack on Titan. And if my um, phone, this is how I know my phone's listening to me. Because they'll start showing me Attack on Titan stuff. And I know for a fact I haven't clicked on anything Attack on Titan. Man, what a good fucking picture. It, it's so the little like the uh, the the logo for Attack on Titan where like the, it's the Survey Corps or Aaron's class. Mm-hmm. Like in this picture alone, you could it's literally the whole story. Like because it's Aaron, it's Armin, it's Mikasa. You've got Reiner, Bertold, um, what's homegirl's name? Annie. Um, Annie's She's in there. She's still in play too. Like. Like we're not sure how Annie's gonna play out because she's she's still a thing. Where is it? Um. Uh. Oh yeah, Gabby is twelve. Gabby is twelve. Yeah, so we sent a twelve-year-old to war, and she uh, 
proceeded to blow up people. Because <laughs> what's the um? Because what's the time skip between season three and four? What's the four actual years. like years? Four years? Yeah, yeah. Because Aaron's Aaron is a, in a in a whole adult at nineteen. Yes, he is. <laughs> Aaron is doing. He, Aaron he is... is very much an adult. Uh, he turned eighteen and said, "I can do what I want." Bet. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, the ages of anime children. Don't let your kids do this, guys. Don't let your kids become a titan. Yeah, That's all you got to exactly. do. Just don't. Don't actually like literally just inject them. Like don't. Don't do it. Don't. That's all you got to yeah. do. It's just not. You realize the real bad guy all along was Aaron's dad. All he had to do was get, have to deal with systemic racism, get the fuck over it. Don't play. Anyway, don't let you. Don't let your anyway. Kid play. Bleach is coming back. Uh, don't let your kid play <laughs> soccer with random scientists. Yeah, don't talk to strangers, and definitely call an Uber. Yes. If your Uber driver talks to you, tell him you don't talk to strangers. Big facts. So Bleach um, is coming back. So Bleach is coming back. Uh, I know you're very excited. I, I probably I, equally as excited as I am. Oh man, I haven't watched an episode of Bleach in, since I oh. think I was literally in high school. And that was like the episode that would come on at Adult Swim at like three in the morning. Yeah. I could care less. But it's Mm. am i gonna watch it though that is that is the question i will i think try. you will i will try i think you because will. i i there's there has to be a reason why it took i mean we're coming on that this thing's been gone for it's been like 10 years since bleach has ended it feels like it's been like a decade did it end before or after naruto before okay naruto ended when we were 21 so I, I thought Bleach ended a couple years. Uh Bleach manga ending. Before a couple years before Naruto ended? Yeah, because there's only like no, there's like 600 chapters. Um when did it end year? Uh well, I'm, I'm the, oh no the shit. bleach the bleach manga ended in 2012. Okay. So I haven't read a bleach chapter or given a shit about bleach in 10 years the naruto anime ended when we were 21 yeah the bleach anime ended in 2016 okay yeah that makes more sense i was like wait that's a really big gap i was like but i was i was referencing like the naruto sasuke fight and i'm talking about the actual ending i don't give a fuck about the wedding um so the reason why i'm intrigued is because the manga was cut short uh because of like dwindling a love and appreciation and then shonen just cut it so and so they were basically like hey you got hey fam you got a month they gave him his like 60 day notice or they were like can you you're wrapping it up in 10 chapters have fun uh, shonen will do that shonen <laughs> and he, yeah i think it was even less than that i think they were like you got a month wrap it up in four chapters uh, and he was like, I haven't even gotten to the final fight yet, but okay. Uh, <laughs> so the final fight's like, I think three chapters and then he does an epilogue. <laughs> um, but I, I'm intrigued because it was cut short and popularity brought it back. 
10 years might fix the pacing. There might be a lot of things that get fixed. I think it being an anime might fix some of the pacing. Um, is it going to be good? Eh, I, I read the ending. Maybe it'll be less confusing. <laughs> uh, I'm sure the Bleach fans are very happy. Um, which, you know, good for you. I'm very happy that you're happy. I, yeah, there's a fan base. Twitter live, let me know that I live a in a fan base. I live in a world. So in the last 10 years, I've lived in a world of My Hero Academia and Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer and uh, Dr. Stone and very, very, I would say, high level top tier anime. Better, better. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'm not really excited to go like, especially with Demon Slayer and how interesting of a show and I'm presuming manga Demon Slayer is. I'm not excited to go back to just big sword swings, you know, with like gimmicky powers. Oh, I'm sorry. Jujutsu Kaisen. How could I fucking forget about that? I live in a world of Jujutsu Kaisen, which was designed as in the last 10 years, sorry, uh, was created by a huge fan of Bleach to be better than Bleach. <laughs> uh, to the point where like when they were doing a celebration of, I think all the authors did a celebration of Bleach and like, hey, welcome back and all this stuff. Uh, the author of Jujutsu Kaisen picked two obscure characters like they all did like a, they all drew like characters from bleach and mm -hmm. jujutsu kaisen's author picked two obscure fucking characters from the final arc of bleach didn't draw ichigo didn't draw rukia you know the people the things that people know <laughs> that he drew two obscure fucking characters <laughs> And I sat there and I went, okay, yeah, you're, I get it. You were, you're a Bleach fan. You're very excited. And I am very happy for you. Um, thank you for creating something better. Uh, substantially better. <laughs> that's the, so that's the thing that is going to be interesting is because like now as, as we get to these, and we get to the point in time where like certain anime or manga are essentially like, put in the hall of fame and i think bleach does deserve to be in the hall of fame i agree uh, i think it does i think if you ever were in the big three sorry. you deserve to be in a hall of fame at on some level because that's not easy uh just regardless of your thoughts on how my hero academia is going or how it is ending um you're not there but as someone who's reading it week to week i I'm not getting Bleach vibes. I am getting Naruto vibes. And I would still put it in a Hall of Fame. I, well, I think, and without even being there, I would agree with you. And I would even say to show like the impact of Bleach is if you were like ranking Hall of Famers, I think Bleach is higher on the Hall of Fame list than my hero is. I know. <clears throat> I think but Bleach just, is... I think because I, I genuinely think that if it wasn't for 
Bleach and Naruto, we wouldn't have certain a thousand manga today. We wouldn't have Black Clover if it wasn't for Bleach and Naruto, which is literally yeah. Naruto and Bleach uh, <laughs> with or, a little bit of fairy tale. I think fairy tale is another one that gets kind of overlooked as something that should be thrown in a hall of fame somewhere. Um, regardless of your opinions on how that ended, uh, I, I think it had a more, I think it had a bleach ending in my opinion, if I was going to compare endings, um, with a, they threw in a weird Naruto Sasuke twist to it, which I don't think really made sense. Um, I think the ending was also rushed like with bleach, um, but I think that was also because it was kind of spinning its wheels. I, I think, you know, we don't get Jujutsu Kaisen without Bleach. That's, I think the author has said that. <laughs> like, that was his favorite growing up. Uh, just like how we don't get Naruto or Bleach or One Piece without Dragon Ball. <laughs> Yeah, these guys yeah. all most of these guys at this all, point dragon ball is the granddaddy in my opinion Astro i don't know what i don't really know what inspired dragon ball <laughs> dr slum is that the that's so the, the the thing about dragon ball is like and you watch the first 20 episodes or so dragon ball spo- was supposed to 30. be oh there you go it was supposed to be a comedy like it yeah. was literally it's because Doctor Slum is just this little funky like scientist guy going around and fucking up shit and it's a it's a story it's a very light hearted story and it's supposed to be funny because that's what Toriyama wanted to do yeah Toriyama also likes Journey to the West which is an old uh, Japanese um, mythological story um, involving monkeys and literally. And so he just was like, well, I'm going to take what I already have because Dr. Slum was running out of, was, had popularity, but Shonen was trying to be like, hey, can we get more ideas out of you? He's like, yeah. well, I like this. I'm going to just throw them all together. And that's why Kid Goku going on little things um, <clears throat> became something else. Um, for people that listen to both AM and Real Big 3 is like, I think the perfect place to put Bleach is Bleach is what Kanye West is. There is, you do he- not have... You do not have hip hop or anime and manga where they're at without Kanye West and Bleach. Understanding they've both gone off the fucking wall and it looks nuts. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they are in a very, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Bleach is in the Hall of Fame and Bleach is probably higher on the Hall of Fame than a lot of people want to really consider it for people that probably had bad fallouts with the ending. Um, yeah. And what's interesting, though, is too and Bleach will be a good measure of this, is how many shows can really come back. Like, Dragon Ball coming back and put out Super is Dragon Ball's an outlier. Dragon Ball will literally get to run for 40 years, do the same shitty storylines, and people still... I'm going to literally watch... I've read some of the Super manga. I don't care for it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they had a chance to make it more interesting because they were introducing different styles of characters and a different power-up mechanic, not just, hey, I'm this, now I'm this. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of just shot that to hell. But I will absolutely still watch them fight this goat thing. There is a ram deity that he's blue and he's got little ram horns. And I will absolutely watch them throw hands in about seven months. Have you been keeping up with the, the manga? Very little. For Dragon I will, I will, for Super? 
I will poke in here and there because there is things that'll catch my attention and I'm interested. Um, I, I thought like super revolved around battle of the, the battle of gods or whatever the, they opened up, they opened up the universe to, um, they did the really scary thing. They're like, we're multiverse theory, but we're going to show you all 11 universes. There was only 11 universes in our multiverse world. Um, but okay. each one is protected by a, a deity of destruction and creation. And it's all based on kind of what their individuals oh, do wait a in minute. their timeline. But wait a it's, minute. It's funkier. Are they, are they all like, uh, you said he fights a ram? He fights a ram. He fights a, the, the ram is trying so to be. So is there also a scorpion and a, you see where I'm going with this? The, I, I, Does he fight the, uh, the the signs or whatever they guess they're called. No, I don't know. No, they're they they kind of so the deities we get to see because the deity of creation is not up for debate. That is specifically like placed. The deity of destruction, Shenron, isn't it? No, that's Weiss. We Shenron is literally just a magic dragon. Oh, Weiss is the little like fucking thing, right? That is see, this is where it's gonna sound worse and worse. <laughs> that's the Omni King. He watches over everybody. But he's oh, not okay. watching over. He's. They avoided the. He is literally. Uh, uh, they avoided essentially. Uh, maybe getting into a religious beef, and instead of saying he watches over everything, he basically just manages the people that watch over different parts of the world. So, do you think Yamcha is going to come back or what? N- no, Yamcha is just a side <laughs> character. <as fuck. laughs> where but, do, uh, where, do, where does Krillin fit in the grand scheme of things? really weak but he's married to android 18 so you know props to him is she, is she really strong now where She's, do the androids fit uh 17 the won the tournament of power android 17 they actually did something really cool with his character because now they're no longer androids and or so so real quick um they're no they're not technically androids but that's just how english people they're really cyborgs and just uh, for some reason american audiences just didn't get that concept so they're like no nah, they're androids and it's like no, they're cyborgs, but no, nah, they're androids. So, but now they're just people because they wished for them to just be people because they were just kids that were abducted and experimented on. And so they're like, well, let's just turn it back to like, let them be people again. Just they don't have to let, just... a, let this man retire for God's sake. <laughs> we don't need more Dragon Ball in 2022. We, we don't. And I, I, I could, as a big fan, we, we don't. But Bleach will be interesting because. I'm curious the response Bleach will get as mm. a big time show, as a Hall of Fame level show. It coming back, can it do if it does similar numbers to Dragon Ball coming back, then the fucking floodgates open. Because every Boruto single pulls sh- good numbers. I don't I I Boruto has a pretty insane fan base that including Ryan. For whatever reason, they think it's better than Naruto. Some of them think it's better than Naruto. And I don't know why, um, but you know, if Boruto has that kind of fan base, I wouldn't be surprised if Bleach did something similar because they've set up post, like a post Bleach story that they could do. Mm-hmm. I think there's like a manga chapter that came out as kind of like a one shot to be like the Bleach manga is back. I think it was a one shot. Let me check real quick. But I uh, 
I could I could see that if if the the resurrection of Bleach is popular and pulls numbers, expect to see a Bleach show. No, yeah, it, Bleach. Yeah, it if, was a if, one shot. If I could give any like, and I don't know why more shows haven't done this. Um, I I guess. I don't even think Boruto tried this. Is that scene of Boruto and like the village destroyed? Is that actually in episode one? Yeah. That's how they okay. start the show. Okay. The rest of episode one is hot garbage. But Bleach, well, if I have any Starts off with the f- first two minutes are canon and then immediately goes to 90. Like, I wouldn't be angry at 95% not canon if it wasn't garbage like if if you just did your own thing and like you know you have the manga and like the mangas it's whatever but like your own thing was basically like hey we're gonna flesh out these characters and boruto's gonna like and they i feel like after episode 200 they started doing that like oh he's infusing wind chakra into his thing like as long as you as long as he meets kawaki it doesn't fucking matter but like, you know, you have, I mean, it fell into the same syndrome as the original Naruto almost immediately. You introduced all these characters and they're only now starting to matter. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not waiting 200 chapter or two. I'm not watching 200 episodes to get start. to learn about these characters. <clears throat> you know, you need to do that a while ago. No, I, I totally get it. The um, what do you call it? Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, bleach. Start off with a bang. Do something crazy your first episode, even if it's like seeing into the future kind of thing. No, it's fucking awesome. Like <laughs> if, if they start the arc off right, uh, the way the arc start is 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 insane, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. Animated the end, like again. The thousand year, whatever this is called, Blood War arc or whatever it's called. Uh, one great name. Uh, yeah. starts off really good. You want to know why? Because he wasn't about to get canceled at the very beginning of the arc. There you go. Speak, speaking of war, so Afghanistan. Don't damn, there it is. Um, don't ask me why I did this, but I found I found this video on. So when I'm scrolling through like my YouTube videos and every now and again, I just get bored and it's like, Hey, what, what does the YouTube algorithm think I want to watch? Yeah. And it pulled up fourth great ninja war. And I was like, okay, must be a clip from it. Now it's the whole fucking thing. doc. <laughs> it was 10 hours, it's 10 hours and six minutes. It was a super cut. Essentially. Oh, which no. the only thing that was weird about it is they kept in the Sakura filler of her losing her memory. And the um, I, don't, I don't remember. I guess a, I also got <laughs> yeah. No, don't worry. It's a horrible episode. Then they also threw in the filler episode of um, uh, Hinata thinking Shino, about Naruto. Oh, Hinata no. Shino and Kiba trying to figure out like why the White Zetsus can copy everyone's chakra. That literally is an episode. That gets immediately canceled out five seconds later when Naruto shows up and goes, oh, yeah, I can tell who's who. And it's like, why did you just subject us to this? I remember that. I remember that being how the arc started, because it was like 
we can't tell the difference. And then Naruto showing up and being able to tell the difference immediately kind of overshadowed it. Oh, he I was thinking, fuck. I would love to like do a Naruto rewrite with you at some point. I think that would be really fun. A rewrite. Uh, well, because like making we, ten, we, ten we, we, again. Yeah, but like finishing that. what we started. That, I think it was an episode that never came out because we lost the we lost the audio for that. I love Zoom. Gang, gang. But, uh, I'll be down. Yeah, I I was I was thinking about it a lot, and I was like, "There's a lot of good things in Naruto, a but like, and, and, and as I've described to you and on this show, it's a sandbox that isn't really played in, and it's interesting. Like, I wouldn't say." Like One Piece is its own sandbox and the author's the one playing in it, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars is a sandbox, regardless of your opinions on what Star Wars is. My Hero Academia, not a sandbox, in my opinion. And when I what I mean by it is like, it's a world that's been set up and there's a lot of like, when you, a sandbox is perfect for a video game. Mm-hmm. When some, like Avatar The Last Airbender, a pretty good sandbox yes um if you can like create a DD campaign out of it it's a good sandbox bleach no bleach is definitely not a good sandbox um Hmm. i i would just say my hero the way it's been going i'm like it'd be cool to like build a quirk i would say power the power system works but I just don't think like it would go very far. Whereas like in Naruto, you have so much like jutsus are really cool. And we really only hung out in the land of fire. Uh, There's all these other lands with all these other stories. And uh, there's these wars that get hinted at that like nobody really talks about. But like they're a big deal, and I'm like Naruto's a sandbox, and it's kind of kind of a missed opportunity. Yeah. But I think that'd be fun. We should do a rewrite. No, I'm I'm super down. I was really convinced, and I'll sound like a crackhead. Is we were deep cleaning this weekend, and we had to stay inside. So I started this video thing, and I was like, all right, I'll I'll watch like parts, right? Because I'm thinking, I'm like, there's no fucking way. But because of the way the guy cut it, and it basically is like you skip all the bullshit. You do get some of the lackluster characters like Hanzo reanimated his lackluster, Sai's brother reanimated his lackluster, but it is part of the war and it is part of building like it, it works as and I never watched Lord of the Rings movies, <clears throat> but it works. The war really works well as a movie because even if the characters are lackluster, the intent of how everybody sees the world now versus when they saw it when they were alive is really cool even in like the mm. characters you don't really see like the explode like the scorch bitch and the explosion style dude like really even, cool their little conversation of us like man i would have loved to like i would have loved to fight you like fuck the headbands fuck like they didn't have the village beef they just had like i knew you were strong i was strong i'd love to do this yeah um like i was like thinking about it and i was like the war realistically ends when naruto shows up on the battlefield and the war technically doesn't really start 
like i the way the manga is paced it's like one day and that like well being generous the war is a week long but i would have loved to have seen i would have loved to have seen arcs trying to figure out how to do things you know like they're wandering to different battlefields and like not even going to battlefields but like we have to get intel to this point oh my god this village has fallen and it's now like a hub so we need to like go do stuff and like and that's how we kind of explore other villages and stuff like i don't know they so that's i i think that's a huge thing because when i was as i was watching it like i said there's a there's all of those cool little like hints and things and they've and i think they're necessary because one of the big parts of naruto is this is the world that like naruto literally changed the entire world not just the village like the entirety the way the world works is changed because of him so mm. introducing or bringing these old characters whether we've seen them or not and seeing how the world is changing i think that part is necessary yeah the, the biggest problem really comes and it's a it's one of my favorite moments and it's one of the coolest like the Naruto Kurama storyline, I wouldn't change anything about. I think that's, I think Kishimoto kind of knocks that out of the park 10 out of 10. But the second Naruto shows up, he invalidates so much of the cast um, on both sides mm-hmm. because they even kind of stop, like, and I guess technically, um, maybe I just didn't pay attention as much. Um, Kabuto does reference a lot that, like, he's not really strong enough to pull this off and he's slowly trying to take in more of Rochimaru to make, make this better. Um, but these characters are not as strong as they were when they were alive. Mm-hmm. And that's slightly redeemed in terms of like when Orochimaru brings back the Kages and they're pretty much full strength. It does show you like Kabuto has been talking about this all, all war. And it's like, you see Orochimaru come back and you're like, Oh yeah, that's the difference. Kabuto is, essentially a kid trying to do this Orochimaru was like dog I, I've been doing this I can handle this shit fuck out my way yeah um, the and then even when you get to the fight where it's Kakashi guy Naruto to, uh, Toby still at the time or whatever the fuck you want to call him Obito yeah. um, and the B and the tailed beast it's like now everybody that's not on this battlefield can't be here because nobody else is this strong and naruto's really not even that strong yet until karama finally gives in and says all right you can use all my power blah blah let's chop the gate um and guy really only guy even to a degree is like i know guy can do eight gates and there's that like one of how cool can that be but even guy's not really effective in this fight kakashi's on one eye and banged up the whole fucking time um yeah, Obito, there's there's no reason Obito doesn't just win that fight in approximately about five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like a lot. I I I don't know. I I think there's again Naruto's ending. Uh, I equate my hero academia's ending or potential the way it's setting up, it's very similar to how Naruto was, where it's just kind of like you can tell the author's just tired, mm-hmm. which you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It just kind of like you burn your authors out. What happens? That's what happens. Yeah. I'm intrigued. 
Thor is a fire movie, though, to end my point. Thor is a really good movie. If you have, if don't you have watch 10 it. Hours. If you have 10 hours, but like do other shit. Like I was doing other shit in the background. Like I yeah. was, so it wasn't like just sit down, watch that fucker straight for 10 hours. Cause then you even get to like the moment you really want to watch. And we've talked a lot about Naruto being like a moment show. And it's like mm. the moments are so like the the good oh, yeah. moments are appearing. Naruto versus the tailed beasts is, is amazing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you get the there's also a funny video because it's a it'll fuck with your mind. Someone put all Naruto fights, but they're in chronological order. And it mm. really fucks with you because then the brothers are the first fight, and then them fighting Kaguya is the second fight. <laughs> and it's like Wait, by the time you get to like fight nine and ten, you're down to like Naruto and Kiba, and you're like, excuse me? Yeah. So that's also a funny video if you got 40 minutes to go kill. Go watch Naruto chronological fights. I'm intrigued with how the like because Oda has said he's ending One Piece on a one of the best, the greatest wars ever written. And I don't know if that's just him being funny because that is, this sounds like something Oda's a pretty funny dude. Yes. Uh, just from what I've gotten. Uh, he made, he actually made a comment. Uh, he was like, yeah. Uh, Kubo said in a radio interview years ago that he didn't like me. And I couldn't see why. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why he would say that. Uh, I kind of like him, but you know, <laughs> yeah it was it's a really if you can find it it's very funny uh just type in uh like google oda's comments on kubo or whatever uh kubo is bleach right yeah okay it's cool. very very funny uh but yeah i the idea of like i you like naruto had the potential to be great to have one of the greatest wars and seeing how they're doing this big battle in Jujutsu Kaisen right now, where it's kind of like, I have no idea where it's going, which is one, a very fun place to be as a reader. I'm like, I don't know what's happening um, or what we're building to. Uh, I, I don't know. I I'm, I'm intrigued to see what this battle in one piece, what does a war look like in one piece that, and it can't be the paramount war. Please don't make it a day. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please don't think... make it a day long. Like one piece, like Naruto's war felt like two days and I had to justify in my brain. It was longer because he was on the turtle for a very long time. <laughs> the, um, see that's, I think, I think the war, as I got to the end of it, I think the biggest thing I would have fixed is actually giving Naruto like a meter because the unlimited power supply, essentially like it worked for the reanimate like Madara with unlimited chakra. Like it worked for him. He was already this crazy. Like he was because all, because the Kage didn't, even though they got stomped and curb stomped, um, they didn't look like a bunch of bitches doing it. Like they genuinely got to show it. Like you're like, Oh, yeah, they look like they're Kage's. Like, they look like the strongest ninjas in their village. Yeah. Madara just was stronger than that and had unlimited chakra because he was reanimated. And it worked for his character. The, the Naruto 
I get more chakra when my theme music kicks in. Just if they just put him on like, because then you could give even more of those like Neji-esque moments. Mm -hmm. Like you could give like Lee and Guy literally fighting just for time because Naruto needs to get healed plus like restore chakra. And him gathering more chakra is not total bullshit because they've explained and through the training with B, like this is what the cheat code of the eight and nine tails is. They can store chakra or gather chakra while you're fighting and you have that advantage over normal people. Yeah. But if they had just moved him kind of in and out, like fine, he comes down the battlefield, makes this big splash. He goes crazy. I'm cool with that. Um, he's fighting uh, Obito and the tail beast and he gets the big power up because him and Chroma finally come together. Cool with that. As soon as Madara comes into the battlefield and he's ditched the Kage because they're, they're about to die. That's when you get like a good fight there and then you start pulling Naruto back a little bit. Should and the Kage the, have died? Besides Gara, should the, should the Kage have died? I'm only saying no because I think it is... I, I think you would have almost character assassinated Tsunade because Tsunade was introduced as this great like once in a generation healer and she never really healed anyone but herself at the end of the pain fight like she does not okay. have like that is kind of her moment as this her Split and in half and she goes and saves everybody correct her and should uh, Tsunade Kasuya. have died should Tsunade have died should that, um, should that have been her Jiraiya moment of like I'm literally going to heal the entire i'm going to heal the kage and get them back in the fight i i would have been okay with it there's like i think i i think i ended up on like five characters i was okay with dying by the end of it i was i would have been okay with sunade dying at the end of that mm -hmm. and like it would have been cooler because she actually would have died next to rochimaru because rochimaru still needs to see her alive they have like that final conversation and then Orochimaru being the last living Sonin, I think has um, a lot of cool story concepts to it. Um, I don't really know his Boruto timeline, but as far as the Naruto world, him being the longest living Sonin, which is something that he had wanted since the beginning and to have a really bittersweet feeling about it now, um, I think would have been cool. Uh, obvious guy, guy could have died. Um, I am okay with Neji's death, although I think I would have done it a little differently. Like I said, mm -hmm. I would have had Neji trying to fight as one of the clearly stronger Jonin um, at the front of the war, like him and the, the dude from the sand village or the stone village who kept making the giant fucking walls. Like him and Neji could have had a really cool sequencing type to attack the Ten Tails or attack Madara and Obido and then just die in the crossfire of that. Mm -hmm. um, who else was okay with dying? Um, I think I damn near had Lee in there. But I don't know thinking about it now if I was actually like, I don't think I would have been mad if Lee died. I just think you needed more of a out of main character, like it's a war for main characters, not for more main characters not to be dead. I think this is and and yeah, and, and niggas and know this, I love this, the Paramount War. This is a, this is across like every IP. Yeah. Like, like, this is across most and manga. Which yeah, is like, why I get skeptical with like. The one war. I do think it would be really interesting if Oda went last arc. I don't give a fuck. And he just starts That's... killing people, dude. Because That's... he said in an interview, 
he was like, I don't like resurrection. I don't like killing off a character because just to bring him back, because what's the point or something along those lines. Oda would be good. He's like, it is, he's like, you're almost like you don't, it's almost like, what's the point of killing him off? A thousand percent. Yeah. Oda would be goaded if, and in that world, you've only got to really like, because we know so many people, like every death matters. So if you took out, let's say, and I don't want to give a number because Luffy's crew and friends, that's just a really large number, right? Mm. Let's say he took out nine or 10 characters that we knew. And you only really got to take out one, maybe, on the crew. Like, you get one death on the actual crew, and then you get eight or nine deaths split amongst... Like, imagine Bartolomeo dying in the final war. Yeah, right. Like, that is... Look, that, here, here's the other thing. Jimbei. Jimbei would be a perfect crew member to die. But, like, it would break my heart. It, no, it would. But it would be so... The writing aspect of it's... To, to kind of come full circle um, on like just the anime part of it even is what was one of the things people were like clamoring for attack on Titan is there's people since day one. And this isn't even a spoiler. There's just people since day one that are like, man, how violent can you make? Like how many people can you kill in this show? Yeah. Like since day one, it's like, that was this whole thing. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like don't get attached to anybody. <laughs> C- correct. It's like, could you make, and we even discussed this too, where both is on the anime is like, could you have an attack on Titan ending where just everyone's dead? Or could you have one where everyone lives? Like those have always been the two. And it's hard to tell, like to tell someone that's actually written the characters like, yeah, kill everybody or, oh yeah, save everyone. And so if Oda went into the final arc with the way he's developed characters and he was willing to kill off, like I said, one person on the crew, Garp, because Marines are going to die. I don't know if I feel anything for Sengoku. I'm not going to lie. Sengoku could probably die, and I'm like, eh, sucks, but I'm the not old guard die. could die. The old, the old guard could all die. I think the only one that I would be sad about is Garp. Garp would kick me in the dick. I don't know how I would react to all this death in one piece i would be like uh it's a different anime (laughs) it it would be though but what better way to show because oda's never been scared to show how the world really works is because he'll put us through like these patches of through luffy's mind or through the crew's eyes it's like wow they're just kicking ass taking names and multiple times he's just aokiji no you're not here yet Mm. kizuru no you're not here yet kuma no you're not here yet and to really have made it, I also think it sets up like a really cool aspect for Zoro um, because Luffy would probably be a little more traumatized, have a harder time dealing with people dying. Whereas I think Zoro would be a lot more blunt and matter of fact about it. Like, oh, I, I don't even, I don't know. Zoro's whole thing is about protecting the crew. No, protecting the crew. But if he's at a war and they know there's like, if they're at a war and they've got all however many ships with them that Luffy ends up with at the end of this, Zoro would even know, like, hey, I can't protect everybody. There's thousands of us here. Like, Whitebeard wanted to protect everybody. But Whitebeard, mm-hmm. when he went to war, he knew it's like, yeah. fuck, there's so many. Like, there's so many of us. I could I see that being a line, too, of just like, hey, we're not all going to make it out of this. So you yeah. need to, like, keep your head level because you're 
you're running, you're running this. Yeah. And it's like, and it would be so cool in terms of like, fuck, Kobe's going to die. That would be that, that like, there's so many Kobe's like said, fucked. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not telling anyone. And, and I said the same thing to Tag on Tight. I wasn't, I'm not wishing for like the super chaotic ending, but I'm also never wishing for like the super neutral ending because I've seen the super neutral ending. It's called Dragon Ball. Literally, everybody dies and everybody came back. Go, go, go die, get your little, I go around three times, get your ash cream cone, come the fuck back and continue on. That yeah. shit sucks. If to actually, and I'm taking, take any story, like take any story, take Naruto, take one, like I said, Naruto, more characters should have died. Like more characters that we actually knew, like, like imagine Conqueror getting taken out early in the war, or, um, like, like the, I was laughing because Ten Ten does have her one moment, and I'm like, damn, this bitch. But just like, wants what does she do? What does she do? <laughs> she takes the ninja weapon and runs out of chakra. <laughs> like that's it. Like it's and just so, like it's Ten Ten. Was the linchpin for this thing being fucking legendary? I'm telling you, I, I, it's just like I said. I'm not telling Oda to kill everybody off. I'm not saying that One Piece is gonna have a bad ending if they don't kill people. But no, not at all. There will be. I think One Piece is probably gonna have one of the more satisfying endings. I agree, but I will be a little salty if he ends on a war, and so I think he'll kill two people. And I say that because he killed Ace and Whitebeard in the Paramount War. Because I don't, I do not want a war and like the, the, there to be some silver lining that Luffy, last time Luffy went to war, he let Ace die. It's like, oh, he didn't let anybody die this time. Like, no, it's a fucking war. If I have, presumably at this point, if I got not only the admirals, if I got niggas from Mary Joie, if I got niggas from above that, like someone's got to die because you just have too many powerful fucking people in one spot yeah and i'm not just talking fodder i know fodder's gonna get like take each other out blah blah like i need to see i'm not saying she would be it but even like a character like hancock like imagine hancock the pirate queen dying for a man yeah like there's so many little storylines he can write within like effective writing effectively writing a death he has so many because of how many characters we have how well he's written all of them like somebody's got to die maybe i am rooting for an all fucking cat kill luffy well i was also (laughs) like i was looking at wano and i was just like man he wrote himself out of killing uh kiku and uh blanking on his name but uh Though, yeah, you know, and I, he's been with us since Punk Hazard, and I'm—I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. The cat and uh, the dog should both have not, cases to be dead. Not Conjuro. Uh, Is Conjuro dead? We don't know. I think the I I think I, I think they alluded to the fact that Conjuro is dead. Because I think that yeah, the line about the spirit, the like his last bit of rage became the fire spirit. But I don't yeah. know if that's a confirmed dead or not. But I think I think I'm gonna. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to say he's dead. Um, but I like the idea that like some of these samurai got to go because they've killed off one confirmed is dead because he got b- killed by Conjuro. He got blown up by Conjuro. Uh, 
the ninja's on fire right now. <laughs> but I think he's going to be fine. Just like, please, like, the someone needs to... This is a big deal. Someone needs to die. Maybe Izo. I think that would be interesting. Kill off a white beard pirate too, which would be cool. I I totally like when homie pulled up last episode in my head. I was like, dog, did I just like because I, I forgot who he was for like half a second. I just immediately grouped him really? with the samurai, uh, and I was like, no, was that's like, uh, it's Izo. He's introduced in the Paramount War. Oh, I I know I know yeah. he is, but I was like that first look at him i was like oh oh wait oh you're, yeah that's right you're he's mom, like a, that's who i was thinking of he's like the sixth or seventh division commander or some shit mm-hmm. um i honestly don't know any of the division commander spots besides ace and marco and i think joseph's <laughs> third maybe or maybe fourth i don't know they, they the division i know who are division commanders but their actual like number is kind of irrelevant Trying to see if I can get a list of Odin's retainers. If we could just like make my life easy, it'd be great. But I know you got Kinemon, Denjiro. He doesn't have to die. Conjuro could die. I think, oh, Ashura died. He got blown up. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, Status unknown. Who's this? Who's to say he's alive? <laughs> like, it's, uh, but like Kiku got her arm cut off, and I would like an I I like the idea of a mutilated samurai because that would be kind of cool. So if they live, that would be awesome. But Aizo could die. I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm gonna just like take that one sentence. Kawamatsu's too cute to die. I'm gonna put it on the loop. And I'm gonna just like has a ringtone. I'm gonna just have. I like the idea of a mutilated samurai. Yeah, there you go. Make <laughs> that's your alarm going forward. Okay. Put it. Put a beat behind it. That'd be fine. Sell that. Oh yeah. Top forty dude. radio. Oh yeah. Um, Rizo would be. Rizo's probably gonna be fine. That's Some what I'm saying. Say, like, there's, like de- there's good Kinemon death. Should go. <laughs> yes. Kinemon yes. should go. Right. Like. Yes. Keep like, and especially it works for them because part of their thing too was like they had to be there because Momonosuke was a child. Momonosuke is an adult now. I know. Like I know. This, this is what I'm saying. Like there's just certain arcs when you get to this level, and we are literally dealing with the strongest people in the fucking world. They should be killing someone. Like you should not walk out of an arc with zero casualties. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. I get it why people don't like to kill certain characters. I get it. Always... They might want, you might want them to come back. Correct. And that's always been like the one piece thing too of like, hey, I want to, I might want to bring these characters back. Um, Which is, you know, cool. Like I, I appreciate the idea that like we don't ask whole characters, but it does kind of like take the risk out of what some of them are doing. Which is why I'm like, when Onigashima explodes, because I think that shit's blowing the fuck up. I don't think they stop that. I think that gets blown to fucking hell. 
or at least crashed somewhere else. And when it crashes, it's going to explode. And I'm nervous he's going to I as much as I want people to die, I think Onigashima is going to fall in the water somehow. No, because of no, I I agree. It's going to fall away from the flower capital, which is fine. Momonosuke is pulling it, but they've established that if it hits the ground, it blows up. Would blow up if we hit water though? Yeah, it'll blow. Yeah. If it lands in the water and doesn't blow up, like, okay, whatever. But like, I like the idea that like it fucking explodes and that's how we get out of worrying about CP zero and big mom because something happened and now, now, now the story is going in a direction. If Onigashima explodes this month, Wano ends this year. That's my theory. But it has to, we're running out of time. We're halfway done with the month. So <laughs> we have what, three more, ch- two more chapters this month? If we're yeah. Looking? Yeah. So if it blows up this month, then. No, we Wano, can have three. We could have three. We could have three 14th, 21st, 28th. Or if you're going by Sunday time. Okay. If you're going by Sunday times. And I go by yeah. Friday. Yo, yeah. Sunday time works too, right? So yeah, Sunday we'd have three more. Because so we got the 16th, the 23rd, and the 30th, technically. Yeah. So in the next three chapters, if Onigashima blows up, Wano ends in 2022. That's my prediction. I bet it blows up this month. Especially because we're especially because we've only had one chapter the last three weeks. Right? Mm-hmm. We went break, chapter break. Yep. Oh yeah. See, this is this is this is Oda at his best. This is like Oda right before like. There's like the LeBron meme face about like when he's about to fuck somebody up. That's what Oda gets when he has like a break, the chapter of the break. He's got the face like, I'm about to fuck everybody's life up. They are not ready for the. Just kill someone, Oda. That's all you got to do. Just kill someone. Is it that hard? Just fucking kill someone. Put a fucking hole in their chest. You did it to Whitebeard. Well, he did blow up Azra. So, you know. Get it to Ace. That's just the only way you die in one piece. Put a fucking hole in your chest. Ashura got blown up pretty bad. (laughs) I I just don't believe explosions anymore. I know. It's like Star Wars. If they fall, then they're fine. Usually, like, people in Star Wars don't take fall damage. I think that's all I got for today as far as... Yeah, was the same. I was going to ask you, and it's kind of an irrelevant question, but, like, there's there's a bunch of people who have, like, and it'll never fly because it's Nintendo, but basically trying to make, like, adult Pokemon. <clears throat> and it's essentially, it's around the same thing about, like, then fuckers just die. And I was like, this, yeah. this, Nintendo's never doing this. You're never getting any kind of third party or, like, even a homemade game. Because, if as we've all learned, if you try to do anything with Nintendo's IPO... Uh, don't um yeah but there's 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 they got people like signing petitions and trying to get like signatures and um and all this other shit so adult pokemon just play a nuzla yeah i agree so that's all i got got anything to add today before we head out no man appreciate everybody as always for listening at i talk about 9080 at shadow riley go check us out on instagram youtube facebook um and we will get the 
That's interesting. We should we should we should try to pick a date for that. I will text you. We need to pick a date A for the Nuzlocke and B for rewriting Naruto because those both seem like cool projects. Yeah. No, I'm oh. down. But we'll get those. Are you, dates. are you gonna play the Nuzlocke? Yeah. Right. I'll play, did I'll, did I'll play. you pick it up? I haven't yet because I haven't. I just haven't had the time. It's literally I'm just waiting for. Um, I think I pretty much got it set up the way I want to do it, and so it's just a matter of finding like a couple days where you can come over and we can crank out hours of pokemon i know that it's yeah i finished my task. second playthrough uh where i wasn't trying it. to catch everything more fun it's again pokemon is all on the team you build uh and my first run through i was stuck with mr mime and he's good he's just not like i didn't have fun with mr mime especially when you're trying to battle everything so i was playing like i was I casually sped run it so I'm skipping every trainer that I don't need to fight. And I beat Cynthia on my second attempt. There you go. Yeah. So it, it worked out really well. Uh, fun fact, Gyarados. Gyarados is clutch. You want to make it a, uh, before we start the Nuzlocke rule, that like the fight with Cynthia is the final fight. So even if they die in that fight, they will be remembered as heroes and they can continue to live. Because no, I, I agree. Some SD, I might should. be throwing some SD bombs at Cynthia. I saw I started oh, looking at some shit and I was like, yeah, I might send some units. It, th- it, this would be a hard game to nuzlocke, in my honest opinion, because as someone who went through and I battled, I went through and I battled, I would say 98% of everything. I didn't do a lot of the water. I didn't like go searching for some of the water uh NPCs, but I would say I battled about 98, 99% of the trainers I could. I still came out under leveled and that battle was still really fucking hard. Um, I also had a jank team. I comparing my team to what I, what I went in with the set, like in the, uh, in my Infernape run versus my Torterra run significantly a more strategically built team in the Infernape run. Um, I think what I think the strategy though is what you you build your team to beat cynthia you don't build it to you got to build a team in a nuzlocke you got to build it to beat cynthia which means we need a dragon or an ice type i would recommend uh either an ice type and of i would try to get something that knows fairy that can learn a fairy type move that would be ideal um because of rough skin this is a little teaser when we do it uh it can't you can teach it an ice type move but try not to keep it a physical ice type move because that will hurt your pokemon our trump is a motherfucker and he's just literally faster than everything yeah which is the part i went in with uh piloswine because that was fun piloswine uh magnazone Magnezone. You can get Magnezone in the underground. Okay, it's yeah. a rare, it's a rare spawn. And I think we're gonna make the rule you can get one Pokemon from the Grand Underground. That's fine. One Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that's fine. From any biome. Any biome. No, I'm not I'm not gonna say like, oh well, and this biome is a new area. This no no no. The grand underground counts as one zone in our nuzlocke. I'm down with that. Man, I'm down with that. But with that being said, like I said two minutes ago, 
We got to head out. Yeah, Appreciate my bad, dude. Let's bounce. <laughs> Appreciate everybody for listening. We're going to catch y'all next time. Peace out, dudes.